And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Gordy Zambrano, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network South and Central Texas listening area. You can hear this program every Monday at noon right here on your local GRN station, online at grnonline.com, or on the free Guadalupe Radio Network app. Now, I apologize because we were streaming this on Facebook Live, but uh, we are having some issues with our Guadalupe Radio Network page. Once we get through that, we'll come back to, uh, you know, going live on Facebook. So we all, but we want to ask you to, uh, you can also go into our group. I've got my group page still going, my GRN South and Central Texas Facebook group. So you can go in there and friend us. So we encourage you to do that and to uh, join us there. And we want to thank everybody listening from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We're grateful you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. So on this program, we try to bring you a variety of informative discussions, highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. And speaking of people, we're going to have some great people on this program today. On today's program, uh, we're going to be talking with Dr. Leonora Butel, who's sitting right here. She's a theologian, a writer, and a speaker. And I can't wait to talk to her about the School of Mary and their upcoming Solid Foundations course in spiritual life. That's going to be pretty cool to talk to. And we were talking before the show, and we have so much commonalities. It's pretty cool. In the second part of the, of the show, uh, we're going to have Father Gregory Ross, uh, Discalced Carmelite Friar of San Antonio. He's with Little Flower Basilica in school. And we're going to be talking about everything about the basilica, the renovations they're going through, the school, how they work, what you can do, when you could tour. It's going to be pretty cool. I think that's going to be a neat conversation. I was talking to Dr. Leonore before the show, and she knows Dr. Uh, Father Gregory Ross as well. So pretty involved there, and uh, it's going to be neat to uh, have those conversations. But before we begin those conversations, as we do every week, let's get today's program started the way we should do all things, and that's in prayer. And remember, as we pray, ask the Lord to make his will known to you and for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. And as always, like we do every week, we pray for our priests, deacons, deacon candidates, seminarians, nuns, sisters, and of course, His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo Sied, and also Bishop Yannick and Bishop Boulette. So let's start in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help, and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us, our families, and our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. What a great weekend. Uh, what a, I'll tell you what, it's been a great five, six weeks. 
And the reason I say that is because we are on the last push and uh, we want to finish strong, like uh, I've been saying, of our 2024 car raffle. It's been incredible being out at the parishes, being able to uh, sell raffle tickets out there and the welcoming that we've had, you know, at every parish that we've been to, uh, that I've been to with our table and just uh, getting to talk to people out there. Now, remember, you can buy your tickets online. Go to grnonline.com forward slash raffle and tickets are $25 each for one or you can buy five for a hundred dollars you get that extra ticket when you pay a hundred dollars so a lot of people are doing that thing that extra ticket may be the one and it could be we're raffling off a 2024 mercedes-benz glb 250 if you go online to grnonline.com forward slash forward slash raffle you get to see a picture of that beautiful night black uh glb 250 it's a beautiful car there's a lot of bells and whistles and I'll be doing a uh, a show this week again, uh, selling raffle tickets. So it is our last push. The drawing is Friday, February twenty third, and uh, they're going to announce the winner on morning jo- uh, the morning joy show with uh, Keith Downey. Which, if you haven't tuned into that, uh, they've got a great show going. It's brand new, and uh, I'll tell you what, they're doing a great job. So you want to tune in into that show. Uh, morning joe joy so we're gonna make sure that you are aware of when the raffle ends and all that good stuff but like i said this is the final push uh we have to i have to get all my tickets in by next tuesday so want to make sure everybody's aware of our car raffle and uh you know we have that new component called pay it forward you could buy a ticket for your priest your deacon your seminarian a nun it could be a family member it's the pay it forward ticket and uh, you could also buy for a first responder or somebody who just needs a car. Uh, it's, it's so wonderful to have that included this year. Our goal is 1,000 pay it forward tickets. And uh, I'm dying to see the numbers today because uh, David Magallanes in, uh, in corporate sends us a, a summary and it shows our sales. It shows, you know, how many pay it forward tickets we've sold. So I think we're right around 600. And uh, so we need to, you know, sell 400 more of those. Again, GRN online dot com forward slash raffle and so speaking of tickets this uh this weekend tell you what's coming up i'll be at saint joseph honey creek and that's going to be for the 8 a.m and 10 a.m masses we're going to be out there selling uh, raffle tickets and so if you go to saint joseph honey creek or just would like to visit saint joseph honey creek and attend mass we will be there uh, we want to thank father english for setting that up through uh, kimberly Beck, our newest employee here at the Guadalupe Radio Network. So can't wait for that. And again, just a reminder or a reminder, Ash Wednesday is, it starts this Wednesday, February 14th on Valentine's Day. But Ash Wednesday, very important uh, day of obligation. It begins 214. It goes through, I believe, March 30th around there. So uh, anyway, 40 days of Lent. And uh, as you know, the word Lent comes from lectin, which means spring and the lengthening of days. So Take part in Lent, and um, I think it's going to be a beautiful Lenten season. And lastly, Fishers and Men Dinner for South and Central Texas is Tuesday, April 9th at the Witty. Uh, I'll be talking more about that, but uh, you know what? Enough of me jabbing. I think it's time to bring in Dr. Leonora Butal. Doctor, how are you doing? 
I am doing great and I'm so happy that you're having me on the show today, Gordon. It's such a blessing and uh, such a blessing to share more about myself, the School of Mary and this upcoming Solid Foundations course beginning this Saturday in this beautiful, graceful season of Lent. Oh, it's beautiful. And yeah, that's how I wanted to start. Tell our listeners a little bit about you. I know you and your husband are so involved with the School of Mary how it started, what the School of Mary is. Let's let's get everybody informed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I'd love to. So as you mentioned, my name is Dr. Leonora Butau, and I'm a theologian, educator, and speaker based here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. But as you can probably tell, Gordon, from my strange accent, no. I'm not... <laughs> You couldn't, could you? <laughs> I'm it's not, beautiful. I love it. Oh, you're so kind. So I'm not originally from Texas, but we moved from London in 2018. We, right. we escaped the, the cold and the rain for the sunshine. You got out. <laughs> we got out. You got here as fast as you can is what people usually say. You came That's to Texas. right. Good. And it's been such a blessing. So we've yeah. been here in San Antonio since 2021. And um, while in London, um, I worked at a Catholic university called Mm. St. Mary's University in London. That's right. And I taught theology and uh, several courses in Catholic ethics. And during that time, Gordon, I was dating my husband. So we weren't married at the time. Oh, okay. I was dating him. And a good, good man. Rufaro. That, Rufaro. Good man that he is. He introduced me to the School of Mary, the School of Mary. Uh-huh. And this changed my spiritual life in a humongous way and just so many blessings came out of the formation that I started to receive through the School of Mary. And um, as a Catholic educator who is deeply invested in faith formation, I I mean, it just set a fire in my heart, Gordon, to spread these teachings to to others. So you asked about the School of Mary, what it is um, and its mission. Well, the School of Mary was started in 2003 Mm -hmm. by the Catholic theologian Jean Coury, who's got uh, a deep background in in the Carmelite tradition, as we were talking about before the show. Right. Um, and he gives um, retreats and spiritual formation, spiritual direction to consecrated people and also to lay Catholics. Um, and so he really felt this impulse to start the School of Mary wow. in order to share the richness of our spiritual tradition, Gordon. Right. We are so rich as Catholics. We right. have a huge banquet that Jesus is offering to us in the church. Absolutely. In the spiritual treasures of the church through right. um, spiritual masters such as St. John of the Cross, mm-hmm. St. Therese, who you'll be hearing more about later as well, yep. um, and St. Teresa of Avila. And so we are invited, Jesus invites us to tap into the treasures that we have as Catholics. So we're not only eating the tiny morsel in this (laughs) banquet, right? right? We are feasting on this banquet and... the danger can be, the temptation can be that, oh no, you know, who am I to delve deeply into mysticism, Catholic spirituality, um, into great right. saints such as St. John of the Cross and St. Therese and St. Teresa of Avila. Yeah. But they were given to the church as a gift, not only to the exceptional few, right. we're all called to holiness. And so we are called, we're invited, Jesus desires for us to right. understand what they share with us and to put it into practice in our own spiritual life. So the School of Mary is dedicated to 
um, helping Catholics understand the wealth of their um, spiritual tradition and to empowering them to reach two goals in their spiritual life, which are key um, to holiness, which is union with God, Mm -hmm. union with God and the fullness of love to respond fruitfully to this call to holiness. Um, And it does that through um, many courses. So starting with the Solid Foundations course, which we'll be talking a bit more about today. Right. Um, And then from there, there's a wealth of other courses. And what's interesting is that these courses are intentionally structured to follow our spiritual growth. Right. So we will need different food at different stages of our spiritual growth. Hence, you know, we start with a solid foundation. Because you need a foundation to build. You need a foundation. Exactly. So the solid foundation lays the necessary foundation for a powerful spiritual life to just give us that impetus to to move and to grow. And then once we start implementing what we learn in Solid Foundations, there are other courses that will come into the picture um, and they form a three-year formation program. And it's three years in brackets because um, it's it's all about following the individual at the specific place that they're in, um, in their growth and giving them the necessary so, yes, it's really about inqu- equipping <clears throat> and empowering Catholics. But it in- starts with solid foundations, which, uh, you know, that, I mean, like I said, you need a foundation to build on. That's right. Exactly. And, and I think what's neat about this is that, you know, this is a course that you could take in, what, in person and online? That's correct. So we offered it in person for the first time here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio last year. And it was a huge success. And we were just so humbled by the feedback that we were receiving. What was that feedback like? Oh, my goodness. So um, folks were coming to us and saying, you know, this course has offered clarity in the spiritual life. Because sometimes a spiritual life can be a bit vague, you know, Mm -hmm. um, understanding how the grace of God works within us. What What happens during prayer? What is God doing during prayer? What is he inviting us to do? Um, What about our spiritual anthropology? And by that, we mean the spiritual makeup of the the person, you know, um, how does God function um, at different stages of our spiritual life? You know, understanding the goals of our spiritual life and the stages of our spiritual life and various other topics, Gordon. Um, So um, the key topics in um, solid foundations that we unpack the two uh-huh. types of prayer that uh, the solid foundation course really tries to to teach uh, prayer that come directly from the richness of the mass so right. the first is lexio divina and prayer of the heart prayer of the heart otherwise known as contemplative prayer or silent prayer right so these two types of prayer are seen as the digestive process of of the Mass, so to speak. So with Lexio Divina, it enables us to listen to the powerful and transformative words of Jesus given to us in the daily Mass readings and to put his words into practice in our lives daily. And so every day we're giving a part of our will to Jesus and saying, let your will be done in me, heal a part of my soul that needs healing according to your will. What is it that you're telling me to do today, Jesus? And give me the grace to do it. So it's so abundantly practical and rich and and a lot of growth is triggered by that. Right. 
Practical and rich. I like Practical that. and rich. Yes, absolutely. And the second prayer, uh, prayer of the heart, is connected to the liturgy of the Eucharist, where mm-hmm. we receive Jesus in his body and his blood, and right. we're united intimately with him. So it's an extension of that gift where we respond by making of ourselves a total gift to him right. and receive the abundance of his love. So we immerse ourselves in love and learn how to connect with God heart to heart and allow his love to penetrate us, to purify us, to heal us, um, and to make us more and more what he intends right. to be in him. Um, and so those are the two, uh, two key um, types of prayer. And then on top of that, we unpack a lot of other key topics, such as, of course, Jesus in our spiritual life, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit in our spiritual life. We, we talk about it as synergizing with the Holy Spirit, which means right. working with the Holy Spirit. It's like a dance. You know, we do a lot of salsa sure. dancing here in, <laughs> in San Antonio. That's right, we and do. I, yeah. And I remember when I was learning how to do salsa dancing for our wedding yeah. dance, for our first wedding dance, and I learned that I'm totally controlling in that dance. <laughs> and it wasn't- I'm sure your husband loved that. <laughs> And it wasn't working yeah. out, Gordon, because I was yeah. trying to just manipulate and control the moves. And it's yeah. like, as a woman, you you ought to be delicate enough to to be in tune with your your, your partner during that dance and sure. to follow the, the promptings and the movements. And it's right. like that with the Holy Spirit in our spiritual life. That's we need to learn, analogy, yeah. yes, how to dance with the Holy right. Spirit right. and enable him to, you know, allow ourselves to listen delicately and not right. be too controlling or too passive and say, well, I'm just going to sit down and have my cup of coffee and God can do everything for me. Right. It doesn't work like that. Right. He calls us to cooperate. So we talk about how do we cooperate? How do we dance with the Holy Spirit? And this could be for a person <laughs> that maybe is just starting their spirit, spiritual journey? So it's a good question. I mean, and it, and it leads us to um, to a, another point that is is important to, 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 to unpack, is that the Solid Foundations course is for those who are committed Catholics, who mm-hmm. um, going to Mass, of course, on Sunday and maybe even during the week, um, are striving for a deeper prayer life, but right. are asking, is there anything more? How can I walk more closely with Jesus? How can I grow in intimacy with him? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's for those who really feel like Jesus is calling them into a deeper relationship. Wow. And so it gives, it allows us to answer Jesus's call um, to walk in tune with him and the Holy Spirit in order to mature in right. order to reach our fullness. And I mean, a, another analogy we can use, which Jesus uses in scripture is the mustard seed that has to grow right. into this tree that is capable of housing the birds of the air and, right. you know, bearing fruit. And we're called to, you know, that seed of baptism that was planted in our souls right. has to reach its fullness. We have to grow. Um, so it's for those who really feel the Lord is calling them. He's nudging them, you know, come deeper. Sure. Enter into deeper intimacy with me. I mean, you took your first foundations course in London. That's and right. Look what look how it catapulted you up. Yes. It's just amazing. Hey, you and your husband. That's right. Absolutely. So I my first experience of formation in the School of Mary um, was through the Solid Foundations course. And mind you, I'd already studied theology for years. And, right. and so at this point, I thought, my goodness, a lot of things that w- weren't too clear, that were 
quite vague suddenly became alive and and the clarity just That's allowed amazing. yes absolutely yeah. it's just such yeah. a big grace from god <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so I found that um, I was able to understand um, the goal of my spiritual life in a clear way, right. the different stages of spiritual life, um, to understand topics like Our Lady and her place in our spiritual life, in, even in a deeper way. I was very Marian, but I mean, right. this just opened up Our Lady in a beautiful way. Understanding. Well, it's from the school of Mary, you That's know, right. why Mary? I <laughs> why mean, Mary? she's yes. our lady. <laughs> she's our lady. And just understanding she's not optional. She's not just right. devotional, but she's structural to, to our faith. She's vital to our faith. Right. And how do we become living icons of Mary? Because she is the archetype of the faithful disciple. Right. And so in her, we're able to be transformed in a more powerful way. The Holy Spirit is able to, to work within us in a more powerful way sure. when we... Um, um, place ourselves in her, her hands so we're able to love Jesus with her heart, not right. just with our own capacity. And we're, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, we often yeah. fall and we're weak, and yeah. um, but with her capacity and to to see Jesus with her eyes, contemplate Jesus with wow. her eyes. Yeah. So do we always talk about Mary in the school of Mary? No, not exactly. We do focus on her, but she's always there. Right. She's right. always there because everything we teach, she is the example par excellence <laughs> um, right. of everything that we teach in the school of Mary. You know, and I was looking at your flyer. You sent me a flyer on it, and it was neat. Bishop Garyonic has a quote in here. Our prayer I quote, our prayer is that the faithful of the Archdiocese of San Antonio will receive many graces and blessings from participation in the Solid Foundations course. That's right. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. Yes, yes. And we're so grateful for the support of the Archdiocese, for Bishop Yannick seeing value in this course. Absolutely. And we had a fantastic conversation with him, with Bishop Yannick, and we're just talking about how, yeah, how this richness, um, the faithful have the right to access it. Absolutely. Um, and so we're super excited um, to be offering it live, Gordon, because right. yes, you mentioned it's available online, and it's true if, if um, those who want to just access the, the, the teachings online can do so, but there's just something so powerful especially in this grace graceful season right. of lent coming and devoting that time to to listening in person and just building community with others and right. to you know so the holy spirit works in such powerful ways well in, dr leonora I, I know there's listeners out there saying you sold me i'm in now let's tell them where it's going to be the venue is going to be shrine of our lady of chestakova yes that's is that right. correct yes. and it's located at 138 beethoven street that's here in San Antonio. And and the time commitment is what, eight Saturdays in that's, Lent? In that's Easter? right. Eight Saturdays beginning Lent uh, through to <clears throat> Easter. Right. So it starts this Saturday. Um, February 17th, yeah. That's right. And it ends on um, June 4th um, mm -hmm. this year um, in Easter. And it may sound like a huge commitment, which it is, but I'm telling you, you will not regret it because right. what you will receive in this course could take years to to unpack on your own and through books, et cetera. And, sure. and we, we, we give this in a very accessible way, very practical way. You have a chance to put what you learn into practice. Right. And it's not just head knowledge, Gordon, it's it's knowledge that goes and hits the heart, and that is experience Ooh, that we yeah. say you have to live this, you have to experience right. this. So it's eight Saturdays in the beautiful shrine of Our Lady of Chester Hover. Um, and um, we will be, it starts at 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on most Saturdays. Right. 
beginning and you you could you have the option of coming to mass earlier at 9 a.m at the shrine and it's just such a graceful place to have this course in you feel like you're just um covered by the mantle of our lady um and we always have experience of the course being a lot more graceful in such a Mm -hmm. season in in lent so we love offering the course during lent and easter um the course will be recorded so if anyone for any reason can't attend all eight Saturdays, they know that at least they will always have access to the video recordings oh, of okay, the course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, and it's always beneficial, even if you attend all eight Saturdays, right. to be able to say in six months time, a year's time to return to the teachings and listen right. back because the Holy Spirit, I've, I've experienced this. Highlight something new, something yeah, different, yeah. Uh, yeah, because we're we're always growing. We that's the the goal is to grow, and so sure. what feeds us today may not necessarily be what we need to hear in a year's time. So having sure. those recordings are just um, such an added benefit, right, um, to students. And you never want money to stop you. I mean, the cost is two hundred and eighty dollars, right? That's but right. If um, you need some help, scholarship, I'm sure they can they can contact you, right? That's right. So we would advise if you are feeling called by Our Lady, mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit, to attend this um, Solid Foundations course. And if the finances are an issue, please don't let it be an issue. Contact us because we will certainly make accommodations to allow you to attend. We don't want um, finances to be a barrier to receiving right. this spiritual formation. Well, and there's ways to contact. So there's a phone number, 210-201-4637. Or they could email you, right? Contact at schoolofmary.org. That's right. That's email. Or you can go into the website, www.schoolofmary.org forward slash solid foundations. Schoolofmary.org forward slash solid foundations. I, this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful experience for a lot of people, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And just, um, you know, gauging from my own experience and um, we've organized this course um, in, in London and, um, you know, when we've offered it online. So many right. people around the world pretty much come back with many similar testimonies to their spiritual life just taking off in 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 such a deep way and and just saying you know we just never knew yeah. that you know we could just come as close to the lord as right. as we are now and and all these treasures are available and i mean it's just so amazing so humbling to see and so i'd love to to see my brothers and sisters here in the archdiocese right. of san antonio experiencing this too for the Absolutely. sake of their own spiritual lives and it starts this saturday so if somebody's out there listening and they're interested yeah get on that you know schoolofmary.org forward slash solid foundations because Man, you get you have a front row seat to this. You get to see this journey beginning, this journey taking taking off like that mustard seed. I'll bet that's so rewarding. Absolutely. That's and your right. husband's also involved, right? Oh, he is. Oh, Big he time. Is. He's, he's on the team, the school's team. He's yeah. on the school's team and he has really helped coordinate many courses in London. He also has such a passion for spiritual life. Um, he taught the bulk of the course last year. Right. Um, and he's just got a, I mean, I'm biased, obviously, he's my husband. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's but, on the website here. I, I see his picture. Yes. And then Jean Coury, uh, obviously he's, uh, what was neat is that 
is uh, he's part of the, he he was influenced by the Carmelite Fathers as well. Oh yeah, just Absolutely. like Father Ross, who's going to be on the Absolutely. program. Absolutely, it's amazing. It's amazing how God works. That's definitely the Holy Spirit that you're going to be hearing from Father Gregory after after our conversation. Um, but yes, Jean Curie was uh, has been yes very much influenced by the Carmelite spiritual masters and the Carmelite tradition. So so awesome, Doctor yes. Leonora. Thank thank you for coming on, <laughs> and uh, we'll get this information out. To uh, make sure that people are aware, and the class starts this Saturday. So, schoolofmary.org forward slash solid foundations. We'll be right back. Thank you, Dr. Leonor. Thank you so much. Come and join us. Today, the GRN salutes the Mr. Pay It Forward raffle ticket guy. I'm going to pay it forward. Whenever you buy a raffle ticket to try and win a 2024 black Mercedes-Benz GLB 250, you don't stop at one plus one for my pastor. Thanks to you, we're going to reach our goal of 1,000 Pay It Forward recipients. Just remember to pay it forward. Oh, yeah. Guadalupe Radio Network announces the launch of La Promesa Legacy Circle, formed to recognize and honor our dedicated donors who have made long-term commitments to the network through gifts from their estates. We invite you to join our family and allow us to be a part of your personal legacy. For more information on making a legacy gift for the benefit of the GRN and a guide to charitable estate planning, contact our friends at the Catholic Foundation at 972-661-9792 or info at catholicfoundation.com. Do you feel life is flying past you? Are you desperate for moments of peace and quiet? Lord, teach me to pray. The free Ignatian prayer series opens hearts to his voice, to the peace you are seeking. The only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. Lord, teach me to pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com, click the red box, order Lord, teach me to pray now. Lordteachmetopray.com. Hey there, I'm Keith Downey, and I'm excited to journey with you on the road to holiness each weekday morning on the show, Morning Joy, from the Guadalupe Radio Network. Keeping our eyes on the Holy Spirit, we'll pray together, learn from the saints, meditate on the daily gospel, stay informed, and hang out as friends on the after show. This will be a daily adventure like no other. Join us every morning at 6 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Eastern, to start out each day with Morning Joy, where truth matters. And we are back. What a great conversation with Dr. Leonora Butau. Thank you, doctor, for coming in. Theologian, writer, and speaker. <clears throat> what a privilege to have her on the show. And I want to make sure we communicate that information so that everyone's aware of how to get involved and signed up for Solid Foundations, the Solid Foundations course. It is going to be, uh, you can call 210 201 4637. You could email contact at schoolofmary.org or you can go into the website schoolofmary, www.schoolofmary.org forward slash solid foundations. And it's a class that's going to take place over the next eight Saturdays beginning this Saturday, February 17th and going through uh, Saturday, June 4th. The time is 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And uh, they do have a mass that 
you can go to at 9 a.m. if uh, you would like to make that mass. The cost is 280, but like Dr. Leonor said, don't let money stop you. You can contact uh, Dr. Leonor and, and and talk through it and and see what we, you know y'all can work out. And it's at the Shrine of Our Lady of Chestakova, over on 138 Beethoven Street, and that's here in San Antonio. Great course. Uh, you'll see uh, many people that you know are just starting their faith journey, and it's going to be so wonderful to hear from Dr. Leonora how the course went. And I'm looking forward to that conversation. So, thank you, Dr. Leonora, for coming in. And uh, she's actually just going to she's going to stay here in the studio because I've got none other than Father Gregory Ross in the studio. How are you doing, Father? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Gordon. It's always an honor and a privilege to have a priest in our studio. We love it. We pray for our vocations. It's one of our pillars. And uh, I'm so glad that you came on to talk about, you know, your uh, the the Discalced Carmelite Friars of San Antonio, uh, about the Basilica, Little Flower Basilica, and the school, the renovations, the... uh, the little Catholic store that you have, the little flower Catholic store mm-hmm. that you have. I think we're going to try to cover all that and encourage people to go online and uh, sign up for tours uh, to go and, and learn more about the Basilica and, and what it's all about. So, Father, welcome to the program. Well, thank you very much for, for the invitation. I'm happy to be here with you today. We're happy to have you. Tell, us, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, just a little bit of history and how you ended up at the uh, Basilica, Little Flower Basilica. Sure. Yeah, no, uh, I uh, am one of those people who I knew I wanted to be a priest uh-huh. from the time I was in fifth grade. Wow. Uh, but it wasn't really until I was a senior in college Mm-hmm. I was introduced to the Discalced Carmelite Nuns in Lafayette, Louisiana. Discalced uh, Carmelite Nuns, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm from New Orleans. And oh, so nice. a priest that I knew introduced me to the sisters. And one of the sisters uh, spent an afternoon telling me about the importance of prayer uh-huh. in our life, you know, in our relationship with the Lord and the right. importance of prayer in the church. She Use the image of, of prayer as like the windows in the church through which the light of the Holy Spirit illuminates right. everybody within. Right. And it was like the light went on for me, and, and that's the kind of priest I want to be, you know, yeah. the kind of priest who prays, you know, for yeah. the church. And, and so it, it took a while for the Lord to give me the grace <laughs> to actually, you know, take that step, but, right. but he did, and so here I am, and I'm grateful to the Lord for my vocation as a discalced Carmelite priest. And I've been at the Basilica as a pastor and rector since 2020, summer of 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic I arrived. Wow, that's when you got here from New Orleans, I take it? Uh, Well, I was in Little Rock. (laughs) Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so now... You're running the basilica plus the school. You meant I think yes. I, I read that you're also, um, you know, the, the school there is just incredible, and you want to make I want to make sure I mention that because that's a big part of the basilica. Right. We are very blessed to have a, a wonderful Catholic school, a Catholic micro school now. Uh, right. Right. Uh, model and uh, the kids are formed uh, in the little way of Saint Therese. Right. Uh, you know, as the kind of the motto is to learning to do the ordinary things with extraordinary love. Right. And that is kind of part of the spirituality of St. Therese in a nutshell. And um, the children are receive a great education. 
and and the the school I find uh, is a real connection between right. the the basilica and the larger San Antonio community. I mean, I'm out and I meet people. Oh, you're from Little Flower. You know, my dad went to school there, or my you know my grandmother oh, yeah. uh, went to school there. And I mean, it's a real connection with, with the community. There's a lot of history there. There is. I think we're 96 <laughs> yeah. or 97 years old. I think uh, that's 95 years in existence. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And and the school is pre-K three through eighth grade. Through correct? eighth grade, yes. And uh, the children, you know, come to to mass at the basilica. Uh, we've implemented a curriculum uh, in which we help them to grow emotionally, right. uh, spiritually, as well as academically, so that they not only have strong minds, but that they have uh, strong hearts and strong souls. Because yeah. uh, St. Therese, I think, is a very relatable person to, to, to schools. I mean, she uh, was largely homeschooled, but she spent several years at a Catholic school run by Benedictine nuns. And in her story of a soul, she tells what a difficult time she had at that school. She was, I mean, a very kind of delicate person, a very smart, top of her class. Yeah. And so she was bullied a lot by the other little oh, girls. Goodness. <laughs> and said, you know, I didn't know how yeah. to play the types of games that they played, right. uh, but but she knew the Lord was with her and, and, and just went through and, and grew f- from the experience. That's amazing. You said that I couldn't picture anybody bullying St. Therese. I mean, that's just unfathomable. <laughs> oh yes. Oh no, it, it happened. And, yeah. and uh, she had an older sister who was not as delicate, who was kind of like, you know, her, right, her protector right. yeah. there. But once that sister graduated from the school, yeah. Uh, St. Therese, you know, shortly afterwards, they, they, they pulled her out. It was just too tough on her. So right. she can relate. I mean, she's a person that yeah. for kids who struggle in school can, can relate to. And so we want to help the kids at Little Flower School, sure. like St. Therese, to learn to, you know, to deal with, you know, the, the, the struggles, the emotional struggles of, of right. you know, growing up in today's world. And so that, um, and also to teach them to pray as St. Therese prayed. Sure. And to be able to look at their own lives, you know, from the perspective of that friendship with Jesus, just as St. Yeah. Therese did. And so we have a contemplative writing curriculum. Uh, we're part of the Children's Peace Initiative now. Just all these ways sure. in which we help form children to, to grow, not just intellectually, which they do, but also you know <laughs> yeah. spiritually in that spirit of St. Therese. And what was neat, I was reading that, you know, the kids learn all about St. Therese, but your bookstore has books on St. Therese, her oh, life. Yes, you know, all uh, St. Therese and all Carmelite spirituality. I was so happy to learn that the School of Mary uh, takes so much inspiration right. from our, our Carmelite tradition. Yes, uh, because our our saints uh, really have so much to to teach and to offer everyone, and and that really I think is our um, kind of the Carmelite gift to the church. Uh, right. That Saint Teresa of Avila, Saint Therese of Lisieux, Saint John of the Cross, all our saints uh, received all these graces from the Lord, not just for their own relationship for the Lord, but right. to, to help all of us. Uh, to grow. And, um, you know, the Second Vatican Council in the document on religious life speaks of 
Uh, each religious order uh, shows for some aspect of the mystery of Christ himself. Right. So you have like the Franciscans show forth Christ's love for the poor and the Dominicans, his his preaching of the truth. Right. Well, I think when I think of the Discalced Carmelites, I think of Jesus we see praying in solitude yeah. uh, in the Gospels and also teaching his disciples to pray. And I really think that's kind of the, the gift of Carmelites, you know, that right. gift of prayer in the church and of guiding people in the life of prayer. And also to reflect Jesus' love for his mother. Sure. Because we are, you know, the brothers, Discalced Brothers of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Mount Carmel. And so to be that praying presence in the church as Mary, you know, was praying at the heart of the church right. as the apostles went out you know, to proclaim the gospel. And many probably have never heard the word discalced. Discalced, right? Right. That is like the number one question. I, I knew it. What, what does discalced mean? <laughs> Barefoot. Barefoot, exactly. In yeah. the 1500s in Spain, there was a lot of renewal of religious life and religious orders, and they would go barefoot as right. kind of an outward sign of that renewal. Right. And so you had discalced Franciscans and discalced Augustinians, and so the friars and the nuns came to be known as the discalced, uh, as kind of a sign of, of renewal. And the name kind of stuck with us. But, it did. It and did. so when I tell people what it means, they always look at my feet. There, to see if are I, you wearing <laughs> shoes? <laughs> and so that's yeah. why we mostly wear sandals. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, you know, it's so neat, you know, hearing about the school and, you know, what, they're, what the kids are learning, you know, because you don't get that everywhere. It's uh, no, it's unique. It's true. It's true. We we do. You know, our our mission uh, of the community of the friars at the basilica. I mean, as we seek union with God, uh, Doctor Leonora was talking about that importance of uh, union yeah. with God, yeah. and also to help people. You know, in, in, uh, move towards that union and to get to know and love Jesus as Saint Therese knows him and loves him. Right, and that's what we try and do for our the children at our school, to help wow. them to know and love Jesus as St. Therese does. And she tells us about her life when she was their age. Yeah. And so, you know, she's very They can relatable. relate to that. Yes. You know, yeah. and uh, looking at the, you know, online at the uh, Basilica, wow, it's so beautiful. I've been there before, by the way. Mm -hmm. But it is a, you know, you're, you're a parish, you're mm -hmm. a uh, you're you know you're a church where you've got stuff going on. You got a school, but you're also a world destination for pilgrimages for people. People that come to San Antonio, one of the first stops is the Basilica, our, our uh, Little Flower Basilica. And so, uh, for those who don't know who are listening, the stained glass just describe that in the uh, Basilica. It's beautiful. Right. Yeah, we have, uh, we're so blessed uh, with the beautiful shrine uh, that the friars built there uh, that was dedicated in 1931. I mean, there is uh, stained glass windows from uh, Germany uh, th th right. that kind of honor Our Lady as Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Uh, we have in the shrine chapel, uh, we have a, a, off to the side in the basilica is uh, a replica of the first public shrine of Therese at the Lucio Carmel, where she was a Carmelite nun. Wow. And wow. Uh, in that chapel, there are beautiful traditional stained glass windows of um, kind of scenes from the life of right. St. Therese. And uh, then we have, uh, from the 50s, 
uh, uh, windows on the sides of the basilica that I think are uh, also a great treasure that represent the life and spirituality of St. Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross. Down in the basement of the basilica, we have a kind of a monumental painting of St. Therese that was a gift to the friars from St. Therese's own sisters. Wow. It was a, a painting they had commissioned for her canonization, and they had a professional artist uh, do like seven copies of it or something like that. And when Therese's sister, Celine, who was a trained painter, uh, saw it, she didn't like the way the face looked. She said, that doesn't look like Therese. <laughs> yeah. So she went back and she really did the faces on all those paintings so that they resembled more the Therese that she remembered. And the sisters, when they, we built the, when the friars built the shrine, made a gift of one of those paintings to the basilica. So, I mean, all sorts wow. of artistic treasures, the stained glass, that painting of St. Therese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, we have every kind of roses in there. St. Therese said she would let fall a shower of roses. So sure. there's stained glass roses, there's marble roses, there's wrought iron roses, mosaic roses. There's real roses there, too. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, That's awesome. And, and uh, people can uh, have a guided tour mm-hmm. of the Basilica. Our next uh, Basilica Heritage Tour is going to be on March 16th, Saturday, March 16th, from 1 to 3 p.m. Right. It's led by our secular Carmelites. We all, there are also secular lay people who live the vocation as discounts Carmelites. Right. They offer this guided tour that can explain, you know, the, the beauty of the Basilica as well as the, the message of yeah. uh, St. Therese and the Carmelite saints as well. So everybody can learn about that tour and our other events at our website, which is littleflowerbasilica.org. Uh, and so all the upcoming events. Uh, yeah, I noticed you've got tours on March 16th from 1 to 3, May 25th, 1 to 3, and July 6th from 1 to 3, and September 21st. So you've got these all year. People can register to go or sign up to yes. uh, be part of the group. Yes, and also, I mean, if people have a, a group from their parish or, or, or yeah. that want to go have a private tour on a particular day, we have uh, that. That is also an option. We're happy right. to arrange for private tours. For and like I group. said, you act as a, you're a parish, so you've got daily mass, you've got Sunday mass, you've got adoration. I mean, it's beautiful over there. People can take all that in at the uh, basilica. Yes, we have wonderful parishioners, an active parish. Uh, our daily mass uh, Monday through Saturday at twelve noon, and every Tuesday after the noon mass. Uh, we have a perpetual novena to St. Therese, oh, wow. and we offer her uh, relic for veneration as well. Right. So that's every Tuesday after our 12 noon Mass. So. You, you just said the word that I was just, I was, I'm, I've got my relic here. It's not uh, first class, but it's uh-huh. a St. Michael from uh, the cave in Gardena, oh, yeah. Italy. Oh, yeah. And so I read about, you've got first class uh, relics. Yes, yeah, we have... Uh, the relic of St. Therese that is always on display. Uh, we also have relics of uh, St. Therese's parents, Louis and Zelie Martin, who are also right. canonized saints, canonized by Pope Francis. And uh, especially during the month of November, uh, we have all the, the relics of our Carmelite saints out right. for public display. And explain to our listeners what a first-class, second, third-class relic is. Sure. A first-class relic is... 
a, a relic uh, from the person of the saint. Usually it's a piece of bone or a lock of hair. Wow. Uh, I know uh, Pope John Paul II, Pope St. John Paul II in Washington, they have a relic of his some of his blood as well. So wow. you know, anything from the person of the saint is a first-class relic. A second-class relic is something that the saint used, like a piece of St. Therese's habit or, or something like ah, that. Okay. Uh, and uh, and a third-class relic is uh, like usually a piece of cloth that's been touched to a first-class relic, you know, gotcha. kind of, you know, to have that connection with, with this person of the saint. Now, Lent is... This Wednesday begins. This Wednesday, what yes. uh, Father? What What are y'all doing at the Basilica to prepare for that? And what's coming up with with the Lenten season? Sure. On um, Ash Wednesday, we will have masses at seven a.m. bilingual, uh, and at twelve noon, our school children will be there for that mass. Mm-hmm. We'll also have a six p.m. bilingual mass, and the Basilica will be open all day. Friars will be, you know, available for people who want to stop in and receive their ashes, pay a visit to our Lord. Right. Um, we have uh, Alan Ames, uh, as you mentioned, That's coming up right. on That's uh, right. Tuesday the 27th at 6 p.m. We'll have Mass and a healing service led by uh, Mr. Ames, as well as a Sacrament of Reconciliation available. Right. Uh, on Friday, March the 1st, I think, <laughs> after our noon Mass, we'll start our 24 hours for healing. Mm-hmm. The Basilica will be open for 24 hours of uh, Eucharistic adoration uh, that evening, as well as every first Friday at 6 p.m., uh, we have a Mass for healing, uh, where the, we offer the Sacrament of the Anointing of the Sick. And also during those 24 hours, uh, a friar will be available uh, for confession, so the sacrament of recon- the sacraments of healing, you know, reconciliation, and anointing of the sick, we will have, uh, and then on March the ninth, uh, we will have a our uh, parish retreat open open to everybody mm-hmm. from eight in the morning till about one afternoon. I'm excited about our speaker uh, that we'll have talks in English and in Spanish. The, our English speaker is Sean Chapman. Oh, nice. uh, she is a uh, lay Carmelite from Bryant and who has a, a wonderful book published by our Sunday visitor called Come to Mary's House. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's going to speak about friendship with Mary, you know, in the Carmelite tradition. Wow. And so I'm excited about her uh, being with us. And uh, then we'll also offer sp- uh, talks in Spanish uh, with a Lenten theme. And uh, so those, are, and then um, also we're going to have a parish pilgrimage to the Pilgrim Center of Hope uh, to, oh, great, to see yeah. their Shroud of yeah. Turin. The Shroud of Turin, uh, correct, yeah. So, so, so those are some of the things coming The foxes up. come on here uh, a lot, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we uh, we try to help them build awareness. And, oh, of course, right. Alan Ames, we've got a uh, announcement, you know, announcing mm-hmm. where he's going to be, and that's so wonderful. You've got so much going on. Plus, on top of that, you've got a restoration going on, right? Or coming up, or yes, you know, we're we're very excited about that. Uh, we've spent mm-hmm. uh, time developing uh, a master plan uh, for the renovation of the basilica. Uh, it it is a treasure that has been uh, left to us by the friars that has come before us, mm-hmm. uh, but it. Needs a lot of work, you know, to 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 shore it up because uh, we're built 
on an area that has underground springs. <laughs> oh, wow. And so, you know, there's just oh. a lot of work that, that has to be done to, to secure the structure of the basilica, which is basically, is, 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 is solid. It, but if we just need to do that. And then, of course, to uh, repair the interior of the basilica and to really, to, to realize the vision uh, that the friars had uh, originally. We have the architect's right. drawing of the interior that shows maybe some more detailing work, right. but it was built during the Depression, and I think they, they just weren't able to do everything. But we we are working with uh, Conrad Schmidt Studios in Wisconsin. They've done some proposals, and uh, so we're getting ready to launch uh, a major capital campaign uh, <laughs> to, uh, to realize you know, this vision to bring the basilica into the future uh, so that it can really serve our mission of helping. Uh, you know, I, I dream of the basilica as a place where, I mean, and and really, I mean, it doesn't need, it, it, people can do this even now, you know, to, <laughs> that people yeah. come there and they, they come to experience the merciful love of Christ as St. Therese experienced. Right. But how nice it would be to have a restored and beautiful basilica to help facilitate that encounter with the Lord right. and to, to, to be a beacon of Christ's merciful love and really just to, to help uh, uh, not just you know pilgrims from outside, but to help our, our neighborhood in our area yeah. of San Antonio to really, uh, to, 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 I mean, I think the basilica historically has been kind of an anchor for our area of, of San Antonio, but to just really be renewed as an anchor uh, for the the community, uh, and, and not just the Catholic community, but the you know the right. community of San Antonio right. as a whole. Well, I'll tell you, I grew up you know knowing Little Flower all my life. You're right mm-hmm. there on Calabria and Zorzamora, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I went. I was just down the street at Holy Rosary. Ah, okay, sure. And then next to us was St. Paul. Mm-hmm. And then back behind us was St. Dominic's Holy Family. So that whole area I grew up in went to St. Mary's University. Okay. And the Basilica has always been a destination, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember my, my mom taking us there, and I, I was young. I mean, I must have been eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. And it was to tour the little flower. And, we, you know, I, I think it's so encouraging for families to, here in San Antonio, realize what we have. You know, in the Basilica, it's beautiful. There's so much to see. There's so much to do there. And, you know, want to encourage our listeners to go out and visit you. Yeah, please. I, I can't tell you how many times when people hear I'm from Little Flower or they uh, they say, oh, I notice that from I-10 all the time, but I've never gone inside. See, that's amazing. And, and, yeah. and so, you know, I, come inside. You know, the, yeah. we, we welcome you and, and uh, to discover um Really, I mean, to to, to discover uh, Saint Therese and wow. and her uh, message and her just her her person. I mean, yeah. she's just a wonderful. I mean, one of the most beloved saints uh, in in the church, the greatest saint of modern times. Uh, uh, one of the popes uh, uh, named her, and so uh, she is a gift from our Lord to the church. So I just invite people to come discover this gift of St. Therese and uh, to enter into that friendship with her. I mean, she is a wonderful companion uh, for those who 
are, are seeking the Lord, and 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 she teaches us how to discover Him, you know, in the ordinariness of our everyday life, yeah. and and to to have, to grow in that confidence in God's goodness and in His unconditional love for us, right? And uh, that she experienced uh, in all the struggles of her life, you know, as a sensitive child, bullied at school. <laughs> that I, amazed know, me, yeah. Th- uh, she lost her mother <clears throat> yeah. at three and a half years old. Wow. Uh, and just, I mean, and contracted tuberculosis and, and experienced spiritual darkness, you know, as, you know, uh, as a 20-something, you know, yeah. in her early 20s. Yeah. And yet she had that unwavering confidence uh, in God's love for her, no matter what, and 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 that confidence led her to 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 respond to God's love by loving Him in right. the ordinary things of everyday life, and uh, and she shows us how to 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 encounter the Lord and to respond to the Lord's presence in our life among the the ordinary circumstances that each of us right. encounter. That to see the ordinary. As the place where God is, right. and 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 comes to meet us, and that we can find Him there, and to discover you know, the beauty, uh, and the joy, and the peace of of His presence in our daily life. Absolutely, and want to encourage everybody to go to littleflowerbasilica.org, and you can find all the information there regarding the restoration, right at the school, the, the Catholic, the Little Flower Catholic store. There's so much. Go see littleflowerbasilica.org. Father, we got a minute left. Could you take us out in prayer? Certainly. Okay. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. God, our Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your merciful love uh, that you have manifested in the life of your beloved daughter, St. Therese. Uh, We ask you to help all of us to come and know to come to know your merciful love and in our daily lives and to love you as St. Therese loves you uh, with all our heart and to find the joy of your love. In, through Christ our Lord, amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dr. Leonora. Thank you, Father Gregory. Everybody have a blessed week. God bless you. Hey, I'm Keith Downey, the host of Morning Joy, heard right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. With the Holy Spirit as our guide, we are on the highway to heaven together. We have regular contributors to the program like Alan Smith talking about Archbishop Fulton Sheen, singer-songwriter, radio host Julie Carrick, and Thinking Out Loud with Dave Palmer. And the team keeps growing. Join us at 6 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Eastern each weekday right here on your Catholic radio station. Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Dr. Christopher York, an ENT doctor practicing in medical and surgical treatments of disorders of the ears, nose, and throat, with an emphasis on thyroid and parathyroid surgery. Dr. York is also past president of the Catholic Physicians Guild of San Antonio and can be reached locally at 210-499-4589. Thank you, Dr. York, for your support of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Greetings to you. This is Bishop Gary Yannick of the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Please join me in praying for vocations. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, 
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God our Father, we thank you for calling men and women to serve in your Son's kingdom as priests, deacons, and consecrated persons. Send your Holy Spirit to help others to respond generously and courageously to your call. May our community of faith support vocations of sacrificial love in our youth and young adults. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In your car, at the office, or in your home, we're always here. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. And also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.